0: Welcome to the Antioch Initiative podcast, a podcast focused on the unreached of the world and topics related to seeing the unreached discipled in Christ's kingdom. AGW missionary Dick Brogdon, who is in Saudi Arabia, shares updates on the unreached in Saudi Arabia and how we can pray for this people group. Hi, my name is Nick Robertson with the Antioch Initiative. And I am privileged right now to talk with Dick Brogdon, uh, who is one of the co-founders of Live Dead and right now a missionary serving in the Arabian Peninsula in Saudi Arabia. Dick, it is wonderful to have you have you on the podcast today. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Nick. You know, uh, around the world, uh, COVID is the news. Everything is about COVID and what's happening. Would you be open to share a little bit uh, about what's happening uh, with COVID and your part of the world?
1: Yeah, certainly. In Saudi Arabia, they're taking it seriously. The government actually has been very proactive. We are on a 24-7 curfew right now, so we can't even leave the house unless you need to go to the hospital or get permission to go get groceries. It's the same in the Emirates and Morocco and Tunis to degree in Cairo. There's different levels across the Arab world as far as how the governments are responding to it, but they are trying to make every effort to... Uh, restrict its spread i think on the internal side however it has tied into a spirit which plays havoc here in the middle east and that's the spirit of fear Mm. it seems that in so many ways at so many levels fear has been a tool of the enemy for centuries and this is just another manifestation of it sure people are consumed you know with the news and with precautions At at, at one level. So it it says, I think, that there's great opportunity because when, when people are worried about their mortality, when they're worried about their eternity, it gives a great opportunity for us to ask questions and to provide answers and to provide hope and even just to be salt and light by being fearless. And being fearless doesn't mean that we're careless, but we can respond to the same criteria with an altogether different spirit, and that can be a testimony.
0: Wow, that's amazing. Well, um, would you be willing to share some testimonies of what God is doing in the season or just recently in the Arabian Peninsula, Arabian world?
1: Yeah, we're starting to see fruit like we have never seen at any other time in history. Our teams in Libya, they report that it's almost like the ripe fruit is falling off into their hands. And no one there would say it's this strategy or It's this approach or this personality. It is just a divine, sovereign time of God to move in Libya. And so men and women are getting saved. We just got a report from Morocco about some second generation fruit that even in this time of restrictions, there was a young believer who shared with their family members and that family member is saved and now baptized. We're seeing in Saudi Arabia that there is an increase in interest that... For example, we are doing little um, videos that are broadcast on Facebook, and each little five-minute video will have 50 to 70,000 people watch it. and most of those are Arabs, and then some of them will ask for Bibles, and some of them will ask for prayer, and some of them will ask for fellowship. So we are seeing a great response to media and to evangelism and to the sovereign move of the spirit. And I think all of our teams, our Live Dead teams and other teams across the, the Arab world, we are seeing our first disciples and we're seeing our first little Bible studies and our first little house churches. So after a long stretch here of hard work, it's really encouraging to see that God is sovereignly moving.
0: That is amazing. Praise God. Um, Wow. Well, you know, as this. This podcast is part of a series that are being produced uh, for Run for the Unreached uh, for people who are running and walking right now uh, during the event and are who will be anyway. Uh, and so we want to help people to hear wonderful things which you just shared, but also want them to be able to pray. And so would you help us in sharing uh, some prayer needs, some prayer points that people can pray for specifically?
1: Sure. Let me start with the Arabian Gulf. There is a huge percentage of the population that are not actually from the Gulf. In Dubai, it's 90%. In Saudi Arabia, it's 33%. And other than Yemen and maybe perhaps Oman, the countries here in the Gulf have a high proportion of expatriate workers from the Philippines, from India, from Pakistan, Sri Lanka, Eritrea, Uganda, Kenya, and from the West. And for so many years, there was such a spirit of intimidation that these foreign workers Kind of kept to themselves or just remitted the money back home, but God has really been stirring their leadership. And over the last couple of years, there's been a transition where all of these workers are beginning to look at the harvest field with Great Commission eyes and realize that they're not just here to make money; they're here to make disciples. Amen. And faith is rising, and courage is growing, and they're starting to reach out and to pray for their uh, employers, to pray for their colleagues, even the ones that don't treat them. So the potential in the Arabian Gulf for the gospel to go like wildfire is dramatically increased when all of these expatriate workers get a sense of vision and purpose in making disciples. So the first thing that I would like us to pray for is that the expatriate workers, and there are millions of them in the Arabian Peninsula, would be inspired for soul winning and for church planting and making disciples amongst the unreached. And maybe we can just pause here for a moment and and allow you guys to pray for that. A second request that we would have is there is, as I mentioned earlier, a spirit of intimidation in the Arab world and so on our media responses some of it most of it's not logical for example on some responses yesterday I, I had a guy say you have a face like a dog and a brain like a donkey now you no know, it's like sure that was relevant to what you said it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and it was yeah nothing at all from what I've been talking about and so there's a lot of Of threats and there's a lot of intimidation and you can just see even in that a fear-based response to the gospel coming into Muslim soil and Muslim land. So I'd like to pray against fear and for faith at at several levels. First of all, for our missionary colleagues, ourselves included, that we would not default into a survival mode or even longevity mode, We wouldn't be afraid to open up our mouths and self-censure because we're afraid of getting kicked out. But we would have such a zeal for souls, such a burning that we could not be quiet. We could not help but speak of the wonderful treasuries found in Jesus Christ. And we would be willing to pay the consequences for that bold declaration of who Christ is. And then secondly, for those who come to faith and they have a much more difficult road ahead of them, much more overt persecution, physical suffering, and pray for them because we really need to see indigenous workers who are sharing their faith despite the pressure. So I think the second thing is to pray for faith and to pray for courage and that the beauty of Jesus so overcomes us that whatever happens as a consequence of lifting up his name is considered worth it because he is worthy. So maybe we can pause here and you can pray for missionaries to be bold and you can pray for new believers to have courage and that whatever the consequence, we would open up our mouths and we would talk about Jesus. Amen. The third prayer request would be the the one that Jesus instructed us to pray and like all of you know it is so instructive that of the strategies Jesus could have given us for world evangelization, he kind of started with pray that the Lord of the harvest would send forth laborers. So as you're walking and running, would you pray that God would raise up Latinos and Asians and Africans and Arabs and Europeans from every nation to go to the unreached. Would you pray that God would even take unusual sources of income that are creative, unexpected, to fund these missionaries. Wouldn't it be awesome if Saudi sheikhs and princes got saved and applied their resources to funding the gospel going forward to the uttermost parts of the earth? So. Would we pray right now for laborers and especially with COVID and the implications on financial markets that there wouldn't be a withdrawing of missionary support, but counter to all the indicators and expectations, there would be an increase in missionary sending, an increase in missionary giving. Let's pause for a moment and and pray for that. The last prayer, Nick, and then maybe if there's anything else you'd like to ask, let's pray for signs and wonders. Amen. It is not really an issue of logic or intelligence. There is a veil on the minds and hearts of the unreached Hindus, Buddhists, and Muslims. And yes, we can love and we can share truth, but it needs the power of God to remove that veil, to lift that veil. So we want to pray for dreams, we want to pray for visions, we want to pray for power encounters, we want to pray for miracles, we want to pray for provocative interactions where it becomes clear whether people are struck blind or whether they're healed from blindness, because the scripture has both of those where there was deliverances, but there was also deaths and curses and things that struck people to a sense of they had to seriously take the claims of Christ. So I'm not wishing bad on anyone, but I am wishing the salvation of souls and that we would pray whatever it takes for someone to awaken to the truth that God in mercy would do that. So can we pray for the miraculous, for signs and wonders, for powers and dreams and the the acts of the Holy Spirit? Let's pray for that. All right, Nick, is there anything else that you would like to ask or that we should talk about?
0: Nick, thank you. You've done a great job of uh, sharing with us. I just ask that everyone who's listening to also pray for Dick and and Jen and their family. And just God would bless them and uh, just continue to bless the work of their hands. Uh, Thank you so much for helping us out today, Dick. Appreciate it.
1: Thank you. And thank you all for your prayers for the Arab world.